Welcome to Life Transformation Radio. This show is all about life transformations and our journey from where we were to why we are doing what we are doing today. We will discuss the hiccups, the roller coasters, and the blood, sweat, and tears that has been poured out while discovering our purpose. It is all about our transformation. Here is your host, Sean Douglas. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to another episode of Life Transformation Radio. I am your host, Master of Resilience Implementer, TEDx speaker, business positioning strategist, and international best-selling author, Sean Douglas. This show is currently heard in over 79 countries. So whether it's your first time joining us or you've been listening to us for some time, I want to thank you to those who are listening from around the world. Life Transformation Radio is all about our transformation. Here is where we tell the stories of why we're doing what we're doing. We highlight that transformational moment that changed our lives and how we use it to then transform others and elevate their lives as well. You can listen to us live right here on the Blog Talk Radio Network, Tuesday through Friday at 5.30 p.m. Eastern Time. You can join our Facebook group, Life Transformation Radio Community, and never miss an episode by subscribing wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. Life Transformation Radio can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spreaker, Spotify, TuneIn, Player FM, Radio Public, Overcast, CastBox, Himalaya app, Google Play Music app, Pandora, and you can subscribe to our YouTube channel, Life Transformation Radio, and join us in the conversation on that platform as well. On the show, my guests are entrepreneurs, speakers, business owners, coaches, podcasters, authors, amazing human beings that are impacting the world around them, and my guest today does exactly that. If you have any questions for any of the guests that I bring on the show during our live broadcast, call us up and join the show at 657-383-1109. Again, the number, if you have any questions to call and ask myself or the guest a question, is 657-383-1109. And with that, please help me welcome to the show my guest for today, Joey Chandler. Joey, welcome to Life Transformation Radio. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here with you. You have a podcast. I have a podcast. My favorite guests in the world are podcasters because we had just feel like we have so much to talk about and we can carry an amazing conversation. Speakers, podcasters, um, I love interviewing them. Nothing short uh, to talk about. So really excited to have you here, my friend. Yes, totally agree. I love it when the, the podcast conversations, just, they always go in such random, really good places. So I look forward to this. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. I like the, uh, the organic conversation. A lot of podcasts are doing the, the here's how I was, here's the, you know, like a bad webinar. You know, my life sucked and now it's awesome. It's like this origin, um, it's like this origin podcast. Yep you know, type thing. And, and it's just, it, it's not the way to do things now. The organic conversations um, is, is really what's doing it now. So uh, with that, I'm excited to have you on the show. The title of this episode is what's your purpose with podcast host, Joey Chandler. Joey is a purpose coach and the host of what's your purpose podcast. He helps entrepreneurs and executives figure out who they are and how to be more of that. His work shows that we are all here to experience and share something that is in the form of things like joy, love, happiness, freedom, and excitement. You can check out his website and learn more about what he has going on at joeychandler.net. LinkedIn, Facebook links are right there in the show notes. Connect with him and let him know that you listened to his episode of Life Transformation Radio. Right off the bat, man, I, I th- something that I was thinking about, y- your name, I-, I love your name because it's two of the Friends characters. Have you ever been told that? No, never. Never, ever <laughs> crossed my page. No, I mean, I've never heard it before. 
What, Joey who, and Chandler. Who, 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 what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, man. I bet that gets old. <laughs> uh, well, I actually track the success of the show by how many people mention it. It, it kind of, I think it's on a bit of an upswing. I think it's on Netflix or something because more people have been mentioning it in the in the past few weeks than they have in the past right. few years. So, yes, oh, yeah. There you I go. Was, my name is Joey Chandler. I, I was that before the show came out, and so, <laughs> you know, I, I like to say I was there before them. It, and it, Love it, it. it. Yeah. The the real challenge is in SEO and trying to you know figure out how to get past them because oh, the Joey gosh. Chandler fan clubs are huge. I can only imagine you know and it's one thing oh my it's one thing to be behind someone in your field because they've done an amazing job that's you know you can totally respect that and just take that as a challenge but to be behind right. two characters who haven't been on you know television for you know whatever it is now over a decade that's tough 100 percent 100 percent now that that's out of the way, yeah. <laughs> the title of the episode, What's Your Purpose? I, I love your – I've listened to your show. Uh, I, I love this, What's Your Purpose? But what I really want to know is what's your why? Why do you do what you do? Why do I do what I do? Um, I don't think about that that much. It, it I – so I love coaching. I have for a very long time. I think one of my superpowers or one of the things that I do really well is to help people see their greatness relatively quickly. And that is helpful as a coach. It's also can be, it's also in the past has been challenging for me because I would see their greatness. And I'd be like, Hey, you can do this. You can do this. But I wouldn't take the time to really get to know them and understand what's happening in their world. And that's, that's, a growth area that I've gone through in the past couple of years of really understanding that. But, you know, I, I say that I'm about people being great. That's, that's who I am. And one of the ways that I manifest that is through purpose coaching. I help people identify who they are and what they're about and then how to be more of that. And you know why I, I don't think about the why that much. I know that's a big question, but I honestly, I, I don't think about it. I think about, I think about two things each and every day is how can I be more of my, how can I help myself experience more of my purpose and how can I help others experience more of my purpose? And that's, that's what I think about. Outstanding. I, 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 I kind of thought to myself, you know, well, he doesn't really think about that. Like, like, wow, that he, he doesn't think about the why. And, and most people think that that's the, like, you have to think about the why, you know what I'm saying? And you're like, yeah. think about that. Like that would, to me was super interesting. Yeah. I, I look at the why I think here's the, the main thing in the, and this is, you mentioned this in my bio is that I believe that we're all here to experience something and we're here to experience and share it. And that thing is with us before any of the whys were there. Most people's whys are, you know, something bad happened to them and they are, t- they want, to overcome that in some way. They want to help other people overcome that. And that's a totally powerful way to look. But when you look at purpose and when you look at really understanding who the person is and at their core, that thing was there before any of the bad stuff happened. So when you get present to the purpose, the why it is, it's kind of like asking why are your eyes blue or why are your eyes whatever color they are? You don't know why it is. It's just, that's just who you are. And your purpose is a little bit like that. It's just, it's just who you are. It's what you have been. It's what you were for whatever reason. And, and I don't know why this is. I don't know, you know, spirit, soul, energy, way the brains are wired. I don't know any of that. But from what I can see is that when people can figure out who they are and what they're about, it, they land on it. It's just very much like this is who I am. And that has shown up throughout our lives, no matter whether you know it or not. Interesting. I haven't heard it put that way before. Yeah, mine. The I I know you you talked to a lot of people about their story and how you know how they came to yep. be what what there is, and what yep. led me to this is I was doing tribute videos for people, and these are videos where if you say if you want to do a video for your mom or your wife, you would 
get a, a series of email, uh, videos from 30 or 40 or 50 of their best friends. And they would say, you know, mom is amazing and brilliant and beautiful and that sort of thing. And we, we put them all together and show them at a birthday party or a retirement or an anniversary. And I was doing, I did several hundred of those videos for people. And somewhere along the way, I started to notice that there was always a theme in the video. And that theme was in the form of love, joy, happiness, excitement, freedom, adventure. It, in, it was never really overt, but it was always there. And it took me a while to see it. It wasn't like I saw it right at the beginning. But once I did, I always saw it. And it didn't matter if I was doing a video for a seven-year-old through a 90-year-old. All around the world, there was always a theme. And then I started reading the books, okay. the Simon Sinek's, you know, the understand your why and, yep. and people talking about purpose. Yep. And, and, and it started to dawn on me like, oh, maybe that theme in that video, that's that person's purpose. It's who they are. It's what they're about. It's how they, they act in the world and how they interact with other people. And no one person could say exactly what it was. And even they couldn't say exactly what it was. But when you take 30 or 40 or 50 people and put them all together and then do as many of those videos as I did, you start to see this, this essence, this theme show up. And, right. and it just dawned on me, like, oh, that thing is there. It must be in the background of our lives because I can see it and I can sense it in the videos. And I've spent the last three years working on a process to help people bring it from the background of their lives to the foreground. And I've had this conversation multiple thousands of times now. And what it lands on is that there's, there's not that many purpose words. And the most prominent ones are love, joy, happiness, freedom, and excitement. Huh. Very cool, man. So what would you say is, is that transformational moment for you? When did you realize it? Uh, when, when did you start capitalizing on it? What, what was that transformational moment for you that changed your life and put you on the path to what you're doing today? Uh, there's, there's lots, I'd say there's lots of moments. The, the one most recently that really made me get solidified around this simple power of these, of these simple words, what it was actually just, it was about a year ago. I was preparing for a Toastmasters talk and the, and for the guests that don't know Toastmasters, you know, an international organization where you give a speech every week. And I was giving a talk, and I'll be honest, I don't remember the, the topic of the talk, but it was something around purpose. And it was, it was this talk where I was like, yes, I know I can do this. I was really excited because I had just joined the group, and I thought for sure I'm just going to knock this speech right out. You know, it was going to be perfect. And I practiced the speech, and my wife says, hey, why don't you run it by me? And I go to deliver it, to, deliver it and I can't get it out of my mouth. Like, it's just stuck. And I'm like, what is going on? And I, and I sit down and I look at the topic. I look what I'm saying. And at that point, I had described my purpose as people, as people seeing the greatness in each other. I would tell people, I'm about people seeing the greatness in each other. And what I realized was, is that that's about people seeing the greatness in somebody else. That that was, you know, it's kind of a greatness, you know, out there. It's not really me. It's seeing the greatness. And what I wasn't willing to do at that point was to own that I'm about people being great and that I'm about, you know, you, that includes me personally. And I was afraid that because I, I knew so many places in my life where I was not great. And mm -hmm. I saw that I was just I was afraid to say it. And since that day, when I started saying, well, I'm about people being great, clarity in terms of who I am and what I'm about and my ability to express it has, has, has gone through the roof. Got it. Man, I love that so much, man. There's a lot of awareness in there. There's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of self-discovery, a lot of awareness that I sense in that. Yeah, it's, well, purpose takes practice. It's not something you yeah. just figure out one day and you, it's very much like a muscle <laughs> that you have to build, build up. And, right. you, and in, my, in, my, in my workshops, I call it building your purpose muscles. Because the fact is, is that we have far more experience being who we think we should be rather than who we actually are. And when you do finally figure out who you actually are, 
what happened oftentimes is people are like, well, there's no way I can be that. And that's what was going on with me. It's like, no way I can really, I can really be great. Other people can be great, but I can't. And right. that's, yep. just, that's just our ego protecting us because our ego is there to protect our true self by, and what he, what he or she is having us do is basically be anything else besides our true self. Because mm-hmm. when you fail at anything else, the ego is willing to accept that. The ego won't accept you failing as your true self because it doesn't want to, that, that level of pain, it doesn't want you to experience. And what they're right. to do is to figure out who you are and what you're about and then practice it. And it's very much like you're, you're playing basketball and, the, and e- your ego is the coach. And you're like, coach, I want to play. And your coach, the coach is like, no, you can't handle this game. You got to go. You got to go hang out. I'm going to send in, and it's kind of like the Inside Out movies, you know, from Pixar. But yep. I'm going to send in yep. smart and funny and hardworking. I'm, I'm going to send in all these other people because they can handle it. Because I don't care if they get hurt. You, you got to sit on the bench. And what there is for you to do is to go practice. You, you, you play like pickup games. You, you, you have safe conversations where you share who you are and you explore what that means to you. And then you go out and you you build up that muscle. So then when the time comes and you're ready to have that big conversation with a boss, with an key client or, you know, me, a potential uh, employee. And they say, well, tell me about yourself. You're able to just rattle off who you are and what you're about. Yeah. You know, I think about everything you said we often see people as they were or as they are and not the potential of who they could become. I think that hinders a lot of our decision-making, you know, when we're hiring somebody or uh, working with somebody or even with our kids or our families or, you know, um, you know, your cousin or your, whoever, your brother, whoever, Right. Might just be that silly kid. Like you're always going to be that silly kid, you know, and sometimes they don't they don't get that uh, that affirmation that they're searching for. I know in talking with people over the years, speaking at different conferences, um, it's our first it's our first look at them. Right. I mean, you do workshop. It's 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 our it's our first look at that person, like, oh, you have so much potential. Like, well, I've never heard that before. I'm like, how? Like, because the people that are surrounding them always see them as, you know, the, the little Sally or the little girl down the street or like they always see them as who they were, not as the potential of who they could become. And I think that holds a lot of people back from finding their purpose or actually stepping fully into that purpose, which is my opinion. It's, it's yes, there's, it's that and it's also, uh, you know, our culture is not really set up to encourage people to live their purpose. We're not having conversations about people's purpose at this point. There's, uh, it, it's scary. Our, our egos are set up to protect us from really living our purpose because to, to live your purpose means to be vulnerable. Like for me to say I'm about people being great, you know, I'm basically exposing all the places in my life that are far from great. And I've had to learn to accept that and just be like, okay, there are places in my life where I am great and there's places in my life where I'm not. I just did a, a, a purpose session with a, a young entrepreneur from Singapore. And it turns out she was about people having fun. Like when she said it, her face lights up. And this is one of the ways that I know that a person's landed on their purpose word is that their face lights up and they smile. And she just was all about mm-hmm. fun, but you could feel it like for her, in her, in her, her family and, and perhaps in her culture, the idea of just being about fun was just, uh, just not in the realm. She really had to, you know, kind of work through it. And the thing that really mm-hmm. got it for her was the most beautiful thing is she's like, oh, wait a minute. I love my boyfriend because he's fun. I say it all the time. He's so much fun. I love hanging out with him. That's what I want. And, and yep. then when she got that, that's what she wanted. And really that's who she was we were just able to have this wonderful conversation and it turns out she's creating this really cool app for virtual travel. That's all about people being able to have fun and be safe, which I, I thought was really cool. But it's, and so, it's, and what I've learned in, in talking about purpose is that it's, it's not just any one thing. You know, we have our personal lives. We have the lives that we live into in terms of our family and our communities, as well as the, are the bigger cultural um, 
you know, there's the social issues, the systemic things, the racisms and the sexism and all those biases. Oh, yeah. All of those things impact our ability to experience and share our purpose at different ways and different at different levels. And you just the more we are aware of those, the more we are able to be ourselves. Love it. With that, how is it that you've taken those transformative moments, everything that you've learned about purpose and about what we've talked about so far and packaged it to elevate the world around you? I, I do a program which I'm, I'm calling Purpose by Your Life. And the idea is that you, to me, purpose is not about creating this big vision. I'm here to transform the world. I'm here to elevate humanity sort of things. It's about figuring out who you are, love, joy, happiness, excitement, those sort of things, and then how to be more of that in more places throughout your life. And for some of us, it will okay. be taking small steps to say, how can I bring more joy to my life today. And sometimes it'll be like, okay, how can I bring more joy to uh, humanity by saving the environment? And, you know, we'll go up and down. Okay. And actually I've learned this during the pandemic. This is something I've, I've learned. I don't know about you, but there's things that I've learned in this pandemic that, that I was, um, you know, maybe blind to, or just, just didn't see before. But what I, what I really saw is the power of this approach to purpose is that it allows you to scale up and down. Because right now, if I came to you and said, hey, man, let's figure out your purpose. It's, it's going to be about something about transforming humanity or, you know, elevating this or taking on this big thing. Mm-hmm. Most people are going to be like, no, dude, I don't have the space. I don't have the time. <laughs> I, I'm dealing with, you know, I got my kids screaming at me. I got, you know, whatever. Right. And, and yep. I realized. I know how that is. Oh, but. The thing is, is that you can say, how can I bring joy? How can I bring love to this moment? How can I bring play or fun or whatever your purpose is to this moment? No matter how big or how small the moment is, you can ask, how can I bring more of it for myself? How can I bring more of it for other people? And so it makes for this yeah. really powerful, scalable approach to purpose and makes it part of your everyday life. And that's my big goal. And because that's the reason why I started the What's Your Purpose podcast. I wasn't interested in helping people figure out their purpose. I wasn't interested in helping people you know, talk about the reason why to live a purpose. It's more like, no, what is it like to live your purpose on a day-to-day basis? Because sometimes you know, it works really well and other times you know, it doesn't. And, and talking about that, I think, just makes purpose normal. Because what I want is for people to be able to ask every day to say, hey, you know, what's my purpose? And you can, mm-hmm. we can share it over and over again. Mm-hmm. There you go. Man, I love that. How have you yeah. seen that 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 process, right? Whether it yeah. be finding your purpose or discovering it or whatever, you know, you want to call it. But like your process, like like what are some of the results that you've seen? Because from what it sounds like, it's absolutely incredible. In 2016, I gave a couple keynotes that year called "Discovering Your Life's Purpose," and how I would do it is number one, you would use gratitude. Step one is gratitude. What are you most thankful for? What do you, because yep. some people they're like, well, yeah, I got a family or yeah, I got a business or yeah, I got this other job. But, but, but really like, what are you grateful for? Like what's the best that you have in your life and time and money are two, two areas that are items that people will never willingly give up. People spend time and money on what they care about the most. So if you ever want to see what somebody values, look at their bank account and look at their calendar. What they spend time and money on is what they care about the most. So I said, use gratitude. Use gratitude to look at, to look at what you have in your life and what are you most blessed. And wherever you're most blessed, double down on that. Then institute values, whatever your values are, like what do you value the most? do that, do that time and money and, you know, whatever, but you'll find out that what do I value? I value, let's say I value independent. You'll, you'll get this. I value independent. I value my time. I value, um, not being stressed out at a nine to five job, you know? So, Oh, you must value being an entrepreneur. Okay. So now that I know that I, that I value myself as an entrepreneur or as a podcaster, like I have a message. Um, I, I, I'm grateful that, 
that I have stories to share. Like, awesome. Well, I value uh, that I have the ability to convey a message. Okay, what kind of message? And then you go from there, right? And it says, oh, I got a podcast. Like, okay, cool. And then it just stems from there. So once you figure out the values, what are your, what are your core values? Core values that, that these are what I care about the most. If you follow gratitude and you follow these core values, the third one will be the most important, and that's building yourself a board of directors for your life. Build yourself a board of directors in each area of your life, finances and wealth and health and professional development, personal relationships and things like that. If you, if you create this board of directors combined with the gratitude and the values, you can actually create values-based goals with, that you'll achieve faster because you're more grateful for achieving that goal or having the ability to achieve that goal. That's just what I found. So awesome. Great. I love, I, I mean, a huge, huge fan of gratitude. I love what I really love is the board of directors because yeah. your, your purpose is always about yourself and other people. And there's things that you can only learn about your purpose by talking to other people about it. So I think that's right. a, a really important. I actually have worked this process down to just a couple of questions. Would you mind if I asked, asked you when you interact with people, how do you want them to feel? I want them to feel included. I want them to feel like their voice or their opinion matters in our conversation. Awesome. So you want them to feel like they're included and that they that their voice and their opinion matters when you're talking to them. Yes. Okay. Perfect. Anything else? Um, no, I mean, I mean, just if I'm in a conversation with somebody that that's, what's most important. Okay, great. Is that, is that, is that they feel heard and they feel heard. Okay, perfect. So include, they, that they matter and that they feel heard. Now, our purpose has been with us for a long time. Maybe it's part of a spirit, a soul, an energy, just maybe the way our brain and our bodies are wired. Maybe it was there before we were born or after we were born. I don't know. But it was there when we were young. So when you think of the feeling, and this is the feeling, when you feel included and you feel like you matter and you feel like you're heard, that feeling how would you describe mm-hmm. that feeling in language that you would have used when you were 10, 11, or 12? How would I describe it in language of a 10, 11, or 12-year-old? Yeah. Um, you feel uh, – so, I mean, I got a 6-year-old. I got a 13-year-old. Um, they feel – they feel loved. They feel um, – um, in the language of a, t- <laughs> that's hard. Yeah. Not so much about your kid. Cause this is about you. So yeah. if you're thinking about I mean, how you, and let me ask you this. Are you about people loving their life? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think it, it's fun. I think, I think when people are hurt and, you know, like, like if, if I, you know, if I was in that situation, right. Uh, which, which is a matter of fact, my mentor, uh, John Vroman, who is an amazing podcaster and speaker, uh, he has a way of, when you're in a conversation with him, he stares into your soul, man. That's what it feels like. He just stares into your soul and he like nods his head and he's like, you just feel appreciated. You feel loved. You feel like nobody else in this moment matters except for the person that I am in a conversation with. And And it makes you feel respected. It makes you feel appreciated. It makes you feel loved wanted um that you'd ra- that you you would you would rather be there than anywhere else in that moment there's yeah. nowhere else you'd rather be in that moment and that nothing else around you matters either for that moment for that moment absolutely and yeah, are there places in your life where you have helped people love their life is there places where i've helped them do this yeah like, like physically, like I spoke at an event or like an area Just of their life. Like I, you help, you've helped people through your work, love their life more. Sure. Correct. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. As a right. resilience trainer. Absolutely. And you've, and you, and there's places in your life where you've loved your life. You've done things so that you can say, I love my life. Correct. Sure. For sure. And there's, and there's places in your life where you failed or you, where you stumbled at, on both of those, either yes. for yourself or for other people. Correct. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So you're, you're all about love. And how is, how is pod, a podcast about people loving their life more? 
about yourself loving your life and them loving life more. How it, how is the podcast? Yeah, how does that? How's the podcast share love? You know, the love of learning and growth, all of that. How does your podcast do that? Uh, well, I mean, we share stories. We're in a, you and I are in this conversation right now. There's there's nobody else um, that that we're talking to right now. It's just you and I. Uh, we are sharing our vulnerabilities. We are vulnerable in our sharing, and yep. uh, it, 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 there's a hope and a, and a core promise about life transformation that says, you know, not by listening to the show only, but by doing, yep. by taking action, by following the success breadcrumbs. That and that's why the the show is structured this way. What is your why for what you do? And sometimes we hear like, you know, my son had committed suicide and so I do what I do for him and, or, you know, I was in a bad car accident and I have a second chance and that's my why. I don't want to waste this chance. I mean, everybody has their different whys. And so we hear these powerful whys combined with the story behind the why. It's kind of like that BH1 behind the scenes. You want to know, the, you want to peel back the onion, whatever behind the scenes, I got to know. And and most times what I've found out is that once your life is transformed through these moments, you tend to go back and use those moments as your why, as a foundation for, for what you're doing. Mothers Against Drunk Driving was, was created because they lost a child to drunk driving. You know, a drunk driver killed their child. Um, Frank Shankowitz, who was on my show, who's the founder of the Make-A-Wish Foundation, he started his make a wish foundation because he granted a wish to a young boy who was dying of leukemia to be a police officer, to be a motorcycle cop. So for one day he was an honorary cop that touched the hearts of so many people. He started doing it over and over again. And now they've granted millions of wishes. So it starts off with one small act of kindness, one small act, one just an, an action that sparked an inspiration transform somebody and then use that moment as the catalyst as your why to then change your life and i think people all over the world in whatever season you're in are searching for a way to transform their life and this platform is what gives it to them yeah this is awesome and what you can hear Super long answer. You, yeah. <laughs> no no it, it's perfect it, it, and what there, what there is, is you're, you, and you're bringing love in all sorts. You want people to like love their life, find something that really means something to you and go own the crap out of it and, and do in whatever way it takes to make that happen, make that happen. And yeah, right. I, um, the interesting part is that if you were to talk to, if we had the, the, what I love about doing this work with people who have really made a difference in things is that you're able to see that their purpose was there before the Make-A-Wish Foundation showed up. Their purpose was there before the, the mad, um, the, the mother of the yep. show. It was like, if you looked in their life, they probably were doing something that was a reflection of all that. Then something happened and it coalesced, it focused their energies. And then they went, I think you had the, the, the guy last time said he went all, you know, go all in. And they brought all of that there. But who they were, it was already there. It was already there. And the thing that I like about this approach, as because uh, sometimes I know for me when I'm sitting in a class, when I'm sitting in a room and I hear this amazing story about someone overcame something and all this incredible stuff, I'm kind of like, yep. well, I don't have anything bad in my life. I don't suck that much, or I, you know, like I, <laughs> I have a hard time. I, I've had a hard time looking back in my life and really seeing that. What you get right. when you when you clarify you know, I, your, you, I say, when you get when you get clarify your purpose, it's there already, no matter what. And then you can start to ask, how can I bring more of this to my life? How can I bring more of this to for other people? And it doesn't matter what your history has been; you can always do that. Right. I think maybe this is because of the marketing on Facebook and and the social medias and you know whatever. Uh, a, a lot of the marketing that I see is, oh, you have a book in you. Just pick one hard moment in your life and write about it. Yep. And like you said, I was like, well, I haven't really been through anything hard. Like I just, I, I just haven't. You know, um, if you want to be a speaker, you know, speak about those those dark nights of the soul. I, I've never, I've never really had one of those, <laughs> right? 
I say you said at the beginning, we're getting exhausted from that. It's getting worn out. It's, it's a clearly a yeah. marketing ploy that people aren't being authentic. And we're like, come on. Yes, we got it. You did something. You had some hard times and now you're doing amazing. Great. I, I don't know how that helps me, but let's get onto it. You know, that sort of thing. Yeah. It's the basis of every shitty webinar that is on the internet right now for, you know, the, the 45 minute webinar that I'm going to have. And this is how my life was. And I grew up modest and my life sucked. And then I was a teenager and I was an adult and I made some really bad decisions and my life sucked. But you know, I found this one thing. I found this one secret that nobody else discovered, but I discovered it. And now I'm a millionaire and I'm going to teach you how to do that right now for the price of nine ninety seven. You're going to learn how to do it. Right. I mean, that's the, that's right. the basis of every shitty webinar that's on the planet. Right. Yep. So that's what I didn't want to do. And some of the, some of the podcasts do are the same way. You know, they don't even go into the story. At least here, it's like, well, what were you doing? Oh, and I was like, I have one guest. Like, man, I remember sitting in an apartment, in a one-bedroom apartment, and, you know, the, the neon lights from across the way were coming into my apartment, and I was contemplating ending it right then and there. I was contemplating. My life was at its lowest moment. I had nothing. I sold everything. You know, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, that's what we want to know. Like, you know, when you were talking about, well, you know, this is where it came from and this is what we did. And this is like, that's what people want to know, you know, and that's what people get. That's what gets people inspired. You know, nobody cares about what you did 20 years ago. Nobody cares how you were as a child. People care about results. People care about following the success breadcrumbs. Yeah. That's what I love the most. Yeah. And you know, what I'm learning in my podcast is that, People really cr- create a system that works for them. Like every successful person I've talked to so far, and it, you know, way before the podcast, is everyone's come up with their own system because it works for them. Yeah. And then the really good people package it up and sell it to us. <laughs> but the, the, the problem no is, and, and I've done no this, true. right? You've probably have done this, right? You go, you're at a workshop and the, the speaker is just awesome and you're high-fiving everybody and you're filling up your notebook and it's like you're just it's just rocking and rolling and you're you, you it wraps up you're like oh i'll see you everyone later and you take your notebook and you put it back in the back of the car and you drive away and you put the note back on the notebook on the shelf and never to look at it again right you know there, there's something called um oh i was just thinking about it i just forgot it uh it's just like a conference uh there's a conference high there's a it's like you know, like you're so jacked up, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna grab the the, I'm gonna grab the bull by the horns, I'm gonna grab life by the tail, you know, like all all this right. like rah 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 rah, all this stuff, right? And then you go home and uh, ah, I forget what it's called, but like you go home, it, let's say it's a conference on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. There's a conference, it's happening, we're doing this thing. And then you go home and you're like, yeah. And then Monday you're like, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to write my goals. And you forget everything you just learned. And then Tuesday you're like, okay, let me try again. And then Wednesday you're like, screw it. I'll figure this stuff out my, on my own later. I ain't got time for this. Right. Uh, and it, I, and it's I, a conference high going home, but then it fizzles out. Absolutely. And I, I think the reason for that is that what has happened is that 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 conference leader, that person has figured something out about their purpose, about who they are, and then put together some systems that work for them. And they're good at business and they're good at presentation. They're good at speaking. So they're able to package it up and be really good at effectively conveying it to us. And and we get all excited, but the problem is it's based on their purpose and based on who they are Mm. rather than who we are. And there's a disconnect and that disconnect. We first started doing self-help stuff. I don't know how old you are, but you know, 10, 20, 30, 40 years ago when self-help was there, yeah. we were kind of able to force yeah. our way through it and be like, yes. And that, that letdown, that would happen. You know, maybe, maybe it would last a week or two until that letdown happened. But now yeah. we are so dated and being, uh, after being sold to so many different ways and, and honestly trying different things that have ultimately failed for us, that disconnect yeah. happens now. Heck, by the time we get to the parking lot, and for a lot of people, (laughs) the disconnect happens even before you buy the course. You're like, I'm just never going to do again because no course works for me. And what what I found is is what there is to do is to figure out who you are and what you are about 
And then you can say, okay, I'm about love. This is what love means to me. What are some things that would help me be more of that? Who has a really good course on maybe time management? Cause that will allow you to be more present or right. how could it maybe creativity, but then you start to pick and choose programs that work best for you. And you create your own system for bringing more love for yourself and more love for other people. I like it. Yep. I like it. What I want to do right now as we start, yep. as we start to close the show is what is the takeaway from this episode? If people were to fast forward through and kind of skim through and they landed right at this moment, what is your message for the listeners? What do you want them to know and understand? Yeah. That we are all here to experience and share something. And that something is most likely in the form of love, joy, happiness, freedom, and excitement. And when you land on your word, three things happen. Yep. One, you light up. Like you heard yourself smile a little bit when you said love. You light up. Yeah. And, that, and that's your true self saying, yes, that's me. You know, it's like, yes. And then you're able to look back in your life and see all these different places where you have already been living that. You're far from perfect, but you're able to look back in your life to see all these places and you have knowledge about what works and what doesn't work. And what that does is that gives you a sense of confidence because it's not about recreating the wheel. It's not about having this whole new why that is transforming your life. It's really about being more of who you are. And then you can go out into your life and ask two questions over and over again. How can I bring more of my purpose to myself? And how can I bring more of it for other people? And you ask those two questions, you're going to be able to overcome the challenges that face you and then face all of us right now faster. And it's going to help you find the opportunities that are there because there are going to be opportunities through this pandemic. And the more grounded you are in who you are, the more creative you can be, the more kind of flexible and more willing to pivot and change and do all that kind of stuff. But you got it, the more grounded you are in who you are, the more ability you will have for that. So figuring out your purpose, figuring out that purpose word is, is really critical and it will help you in every area of your life. Love it, man. That's powerful. That's powerful. And I got to say this, the really good news about this is the, the, I I have a program that in the, in just to put out the idea is that the program is less than an hour of video. And you will be able to identify your purpose, put it to use in, in different ways to put it to use. And then I give you some lessons on how to build up your purpose muscles. So in less than an hour of video, you're able to identify that and put it because it, it's right there. Because see, I know if I did a video, if I did a, a video and I asked 30 or 40 or 50 of your very best people, what they love and appreciate about you, yep. loving their life would be mixed. That'd be the huh. exact word that everybody uses. But it was there. You know it's sure. Awesome. Yeah, so uh, where can we find that program? Is it on your website? Is it um, throughout your social media? Yeah, Joey Chalmers, Purpose of Life, kind of humor. Does humor come up in your work? Uh, yeah, humor is a big, big part of what I do. I always... Um, not like tell jokes, but I mean, I tell funny stories or I'll say funny stuff while I'm speaking on stage or during the workshops. Yeah, absolutely. You have to include humor. Uh, Laughter is scientifically proven to lower your anxiety, stress, and depression, as well as gratitude. Absolutely. And so I, I don't know if you've seen this, but on my website, I do this this workout called grab your junk workout where every day I go (laughs) to my garage and I do a, I do an exercise with it. Like, I uh, grab a stick or a baseball bat or a, a piece of luggage. And I've done that every day for 52 days now since our shelter in place. And the oh, best wow. thing is, is it's made me laugh. Every day I get up in the morning, I laugh now. I move, you know, I move, I get some exercise. Yeah. And, I do it, and I do it now on Zoom calls. So I have a group of people that join me and we just, <laughs> it's just kind of funny. But what I, that is I actually chose that word purposefy your life. It's a ridiculous word. It sounds funny. It's hard to say, but it makes oh, me great. smile. And, and I, I, I want people to smile and have a little fun in their day because right now I think some humor, some levity 
is an important thing, not to forget about the pain, but so we can better deal with all the stuff that's going on. Right. Yep. Absolutely. I put out a post uh, yesterday, uh, last night. Uh, I read an article that there are these two to two and a half inch Asian hornets that have infested yes. the United States. Yes. And they're well, called murder crazy. hornets. Yes. Right? And so I was talking to a couple of friends and I was like, dude, this is like a bad Jumanji game. You got koala bears dying in, a, in an Australian forest fire. You've got a virus. And now you've got you got murder hornets. And my buddy yeah. put up a picture of Jesus smoking smoking pot. And he goes, <laughs> 2020 is not, not uh, what did it say? It said, um, 2020 is not crazy enough. Send in the murder hornets. (laughs) (laughs) I I saw that too. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Right. Ravage bee, uh, honey bee colonies in a matter of three hours. They will kill every single bee and they will destroy their nest, destroy their honey. They will absolutely ravage the entire colony of honey bees. Right. And they'll sting through. A, a beekeeper's, uh, you know, their outfits. They sting like a like numerous times because the stinger doesn't go away. Three, four, right. five, six. I mean, however many times. There's actually videos of a guy. I don't know why they would ever do this, but a guy has one in a pair of tweezers, and he takes it, and a guy gives him his forearm, and he keeps shoving that thing onto his forearm, and it stings him like three or four times. Yep. And he's screaming, and you see his arm instantly swell to like a to like a golf ball, baseball size. And he's like, "I got to go to the hospital. What is this?" And he's like, "Look yeah. at this thing, and this dude is, it won't stop growing." And you can see his red, his skin's getting super red, and it's super crazy, and it's big, and his arm is swelling up. He's like, "Dude, I can't close my hand. I can't close my hand." He's like, "We got to go." <laughs> it's like, "What? Why are you doing this?" They said that neurotoxins yeah, can actually kill people. Yeah, I forget that guy's name. I think he's actually famous on YouTube for doing stuff like that, of putting his hand in, like, fire ants and getting bitten by things. Like, that's his thing. Yep. Yep. So now that guy has a why that I'd be curious about. Yeah, right, right. Man, so nuts. But I was like, dude, like, everything going on right now, like, we have got to, you know, find our purpose. And and this is the time to reset. Even business owners, it's time to reset. You know, a lot of people are doing virtual summits. Um, a lot of people are starting podcasts now. They're writing their books. They're, I'm like, this is the time to reset. If, if this has proven anything to any business owner, the people who are going to thrive in this environment are the ones that, oh, it's okay that we don't have a dine-in restaurant. We got takeout. We're going to do takeout. Oh, and we're going to do specials. Oh, and we'll do delivery. Oh, and like Burger King's delivering now. Like Little Caesar started delivering. We're like, holy smokes. So a lot of people that are pivoting, I hate that word, but 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 they're they're growing through this are the ones that are going to come out to the side thriving. The ones that have shut down are the ones that were a one-dimensional company, a one-dimensional thinker, and they're never going to survive in any environment. So, just saying. Oh, well, I would. I mean, yes, all that, and I would say, you know, for there's some people right now that are that don't have the freedom really don't have the, the, you know, the privilege to, to, to pause They're you know, they're up against it right now financially or for whatever reason. And this is really causing some struggle. And like, I, I just got off a call with a group of, of event and wedding planners and they're going through, you know, they're going through a lot because a lot of their things have changed and they are pivoting. And the one thing I would say though, to everyone who's maybe listen to this and, and they're feeling like, I can't pivot. I don't know what to do. I can't give up. I don't want to give up my entire life's work right now. You know, to those folks, I say, figure out your purpose, figure out who you are, and then start to, to, to build up your foundation of that. And then you'll be able to start to see right. baby steps that you can take because mm-hmm. the answers are going to be found in, in movement and in, in taking actions. And, you know, nine of them won't work, but one of them will. But what we right. have to do is start moving. And right now, so many people are just stuck and frustrated for some very good reasons that, you know, my yep. message to those folks are is like, look, we're not going to solve this today, but we can help you figure out who you are. You can start to take some steps. You can start to say, okay, I've been about excitement. My business is about excitement. How can I help myself and others experience some level of excitement inside of all this crud right now? And then maybe we'll start to find the answers. Don't know what those answers are. 
but they're out there, but we got to take some baby steps. And right now, a lot of people are just feeling really stuck. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they, they really, really are feeling really stuck. Um, but, you know, hopefully through everything that we're doing and hopefully uh, what we're putting out is, uh, you know, it's a value to them. And yep. hopefully they take action on it. That's the thing. You got to take action. So, um, yeah, man. With that, I want to thank you for your time. Thank you for being an amazing guest on the show. And uh, what's the best place? Where do you want people to go? You want them to go to your website, social media? Where do you want them to go? Yeah, everything's at joeychandler.net. You can find my website, my podcast. If you want to join the Grab Your Junk Workout, you can find it all there. Awesome. I love the name, by the way. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> my wife, my wife she's, I'm like, honey, I'm doing this. She's, and she came up with the name. So I, I got to give credit to oh that. But it, awesome. it, is, uh, it is funny. It's in, you know, I say you got to go do it. Just go into your garage, grab something and do a workout with it and just see how much it just makes you laugh and just energizes you for a day in kind of a different way than a more serious kind of official workout would do. Yep. Absolutely. Matt, again, I want to thank you so much for your time. You're an amazing guest, great conversation, and I wish you the best in the rest of 2020. Dude, thank you very much. This was really great. I appreciate all the, the people listening to this and best of luck to everyone. Just, you have an amazing purpose and I would love to help you, you know, make more of it in the world. Absolutely. Life Transformation Radio listeners, an amazing guest impacting the world around him. If anything has resonated with our conversation today between me and Joey Chandler, go check out his website, joeychandler.net. The LinkedIn and Facebook links are right there in the show notes. Connect with them. Send him a friend request, letting him know that you listened to his episode of Life Transformation Radio. And if you're searching for your purpose, if you're searching for something bigger than what you're doing now, connect with them, set up a call. And work with Joey to help root out, find out, discover what your purpose is. And with that, I close the show by saying live your brand. Find opportunities every day to live out the core values that you hold deep in your heart. And I call this living your brand. So until next episode, live a great life.